Ready? Okay. Give me a beach. Beach. Give me great food. Tacos. Give me adventure. Hiking. Give me a date night. Sunset cruise. Give me some smiles. Cheese. Give me more beaches. Beaches. What's that spell? San Diego. If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your trip at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. Blog Talk Radio. After listening to this show, if not, you'll be thoroughly entertained. Eddie, how are you doing tonight, man? What's going on? This motorboat, my motor mouth is a water cooler, boy. You know how it goes, KB, man. Just another day, another day, another dollar. Yeah, let's keep adding them up. Let's keep adding them up. Pick up the Blitz. It's 267-521-0153. Blitz the show by calling that number. Find us on our new Facebook page. Courtesy of our producer, Mad Money Mike, created it last week. Decided not to show up for the show tonight. So you got your host, KB, hosting and producing. But we got a great show, and this is what we do, Eddie. So it's easy, no matter what. And these these sports figures that, that we pay attention to, they make it easy as well. Because the first three main topics of the show are just, are just going to uh, turn right back around to three points that I've made so many times that they're resonating through the ears of our listeners. They're they're almost like ready for this. They probably already know a little bit about what I'm going to say before I say it. And I got to start with Stephen Curry right off the top. Throws the mouthpiece. But Eddie, I got to I got to revert a little bit back to what was going on last year while we get into this topic because what's happening here is that Draymond Green is taking the skinny jeans crew, that'd be KD, Kevin Durant, and Stephen Curry. He's taking the skinny jeans crew from the suburbs to the inner city basketball playground, and they fight back a little bit. They don't take every call. They're not going to get – I'm not going to say they're not going to get pushed around because they're still going to get pushed around, but at least they're going to act like they don't like it. Curry picked up a $50,000 fine, no suspension, and what was even funnier, Eddie, is there was definitely no foul on that call. <laughs> oh, hang on a second. I just got to take it all in, man. So, Stephen Curry now pretending to be the tough guy. I mean, can we give me a break with this for two seconds? I thought, oh, Steph, man. Yeah, you've had enough, bro. You're fed up. You're just, you're just one of the toughest guys out. Hey, Steph, man, know your role. 
we just can we just leave it at that? Know your role, man. You guys, hey, Beck, you brought it up to me a little bit before the show, man. That and you, this was your point. So I'm gonna let you go ahead and finish this off. But they're slowly becoming the villains, right? I mean, they were the kind of the team that was the dream team that we didn't hate as much as everybody hated Miami back in the day when Miami did this. But now at this point, are they becoming the villains? Steph Curry, come on, what are you doing? Fifty thousand dollars throwing your mouthpiece around. I just want to notate on this that if you look at Draymond Green on in this highlight after the mouthpiece toss, which didn't hit the referee, threw it at the referee, you think that the greatest shooter in NBA history could throw a mouthpiece a little better than that, maybe hit him right on the forehead, and we have something a little more to talk about here on the lead of the show. But you could see Draymond Green, he just puts this little look over and this nod, and you could tell he's happy that there's a little kickback because – you gotta you gotta acknowledge this, Eddie, that KD played tougher basketball than he ever has in his career, aside Draymond Green last year, and it's toughening up Curry too. I'm not saying that they're gonna be like tough guys, but I'm just saying the attitude is there, and Swagger. they are they are so great, they are so great that they they will be the villains. You will find a way to hate Golden State. Here and in what the next you're telling me, six months. What you're telling me, what you're telling me is that Draymond Green is responsible for all of this because Draymond Green has that that attitude that he brings from the inner city basketball courts that he's he's making the Warriors a little bit tougher. They all want to be tough for Draymond. Yeah, that yeah. I think he's. I think. I yeah. That's exactly where we're going with it. Well, we got a caller on the line. I'm sure he's got some input here. Let's bring him on the line. What's your name and what zone you bringing the blitz from? Uh, this is Chief Sprinkle Tits. Just calling in on the Draymond Green, Steph Curry <laughs> mouthpiece situation. What up, Tits? Dude, I think that that look that he shot Curry was the same thing as like a come on, man. Like you said, he's one of the best three-point shooters. I mean, the accuracy's on point. Warm-up shooting shit from, like, out of bounds. Still draining him. And he throws a mouthpiece at what? It hits, like, two feet to the left of the ref. If you're going to catch a $50,000 fine, at least, yeah, clip an ear or, like, get him right in the side of the face or something. I mean, that shit's <laughs> just embarrassing. And the other part of the look I think Draymond Green gave him was a, man – you went down into the big boy house. That's the paint. That's where Draymond Green, like, makes his name. Just like earlier how he told that dude that he wasn't going to let him dunk over him. Never. And he got so pissed off off of someone, like, scratching his wrist barely when he went up for that layup. That's bullshit. He's like, come on, man. Toughen up. You're embarrassing me out here. So them needing to play tough for Draymond Green, I completely agree because he looks like the only hard ass on that team. I got to throw some credit here to Sprinkle Tits, but I also want to cr- clarify here. So you're kind of saying that that look that both of us recognize from Draymond Green, kind of like, I, I, just let me check and make sure if I'm getting the full understanding here, that that look was like, come on, man, if you're going to act tough, you got you to gotta do it better. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, man. If you're getting your ass kicked all night and you're not getting any calls, and that's the straw that breaks the camel's back, I think we all can agree that yes, all right, you know, we were all waiting for it. 
But, no, it seemed like the game was fairly called as far as sports go, and he barely got touched. That's like the kid on the courts that, like, calls a foul on everything. Like, you break his ankles, he calls a foul on you because he's in pain type deal. Like, if you <laughs> if you can't handle some light physical, like, contact in – you know, in a sport that's not supposed to be real contact, but really is in the NBA, I stick to the arc. I mean, that's what you do. Don't even bother going down low if that's how you're going to act. The way I look at it, man, is that if you look at it realistically, that was just Steph Curry being frustrated because they're they're not used to losing the, the game. They were going to lose that game. In fact, that was at the final minutes of the fourth quarter where they were already down by about seven. I mean, maybe they could have come back. If anybody could have come back, it would have been the Warriors. And also, I can't agree with – Steph Curry doesn't have the balls to hit the referee in the face with the mouthpiece. At least this way he can say <laughs> to the media and he can say to the Kia commercials or whatever he's sponsoring, all his little stuff. I, I wouldn't really throw it at him. I, I was just tossing to the side out of frustration. I mean, if Steph Curry was talking him square in the face, man, this would be a whole other story, dude. Steph Curry would be the biggest punk in the NBA, but now he gets to say, oh, it's just the, the heat of the moment. I wouldn't really throw it at him. I love the referees. I, so Steph Curry can still keep his little baby face sniper assassin and reputation he has going for him. I mean, I agree with you. Oh. He could better, definitely be like a smart, clever kind of guy as far as in keeping all of his endorsements. But did anyone track down that mouthpiece? How do we know that thing? It's rubber. It didn't bounce off the ground. Hit some little six-year-old that got courtside seats for the first time of her life right in the face. Next thing you know, he's going to lose all those endorsements. But nobody even looked into that. The luckiest yeah, they... six-year-old he caught one in the face. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they need to put a, like a, for years. a bigger logo on this and be prepared for the next mouthpiece toss. And I just can't understand why it's not it's it's not more accurate unless Eddie Fane's right that he thought about it, targeted the ground, is trying to look like a badass in front of Draymond Green. But my my final reaction to the whole thing is, look, he's just he's a skinny jeans suburban kid. If he's even acting up a little bit like this, this is this is good news for the Golden State Warriors because he's at least making an attempt to be a tougher individual. He's a little skinny, jean, light-skinned kid, and he's if he if this we all know if this kid stepped onto a playground basketball court, the foul that was in question here, which did not happen, there's clearly no foul on the replay. If there was one even close to that, it wouldn't have been called on the playground. And Stephen Curry <laughs> got toughened up a little bit. I mean, you are okay. talking, like you said, about that suburban kid who learned his three-point shot from shooting around the world on a cul-de-sac. I mean, it's you're not. Gonna, I don't think you're going to get much tougher than that. I agree. Well, yeah. I think well, you just and then, love Draymond Green. I think you just love Draymond Green. Like, you've been in love with Draymond Green for four years, and you want him to be this player in your mind that he's this, he's not that – like, what do you know about Draymond Green's upbringing that you're so certain that this guy's, like, hard? I know he loves like, his grandma. Good. I know he <laughs> loves his grandma, and he plays yeah. every night for his grandma. And, and we've been through this a million times, Eddie, but there are times – where he is just as athletic as LeBron James at times, not all the time. Okay, all right, we got it. Full of shit because LeBron James ain't, you know, or Draymond Green ain't playing all five positions and dominantly. So I'm gonna call bullshit 
on that one. At some t- yeah, sometimes I can drain a half-court shot. You don't think I'm sometimes just as, a, uh, as good a shooter as Steph Curry. <laughs> Great point. Great point. I got to <laughs> say two cheats to that point. And you know what, caller? That's the next topic we were going to get into, but we got another caller on the line. We got to let you go. Let's go to this next caller. Who's going to prevent us from getting to, uh, what was it, uh, slacky tits or mixed sprinkle tits? Cheap sprinkle tits. Cheap sprinkle tits. Cheap sprinkle tits. We'll be looking forward to your call again next week. We got to move on. And I stay listening because we are going to hit what you were just talking about with LeBron James switching to the point guard position. And Eddie, you and the whole crowd listening knows exactly where I'm going with this because I say it every game, every year, every day about LeBron and his value. Let's go to this next caller. Am I on the line? Yeah, you're on the line Hell there. Yeah. What are you talking about? Come on, get it's, on the blitz. Yeah, it's Brandon it. from Columbus. It's Brandon from Columbus. Oh. Columbus from Brandon. That's got it. Him. That's it. Got him. I've I've got an anniversary that I want to bring your listeners' attention to. I think I think it's real important and it's extremely interesting. I believe it is going to be 43 years this coming Sunday when, at two minutes 58 seconds of the eighth round. A heavyweight champion was counted out, and as the New York Times writer at ringside described it, a bear had been stung by a bee. Muhammad Ali knocked out George Foreman at 2 minutes 58 seconds of the eighth round, 43 years ago this coming up Sunday, to be the second only man to regain the heavyweight championship. Let me guess, he hit him right in the grill. Right in the grill. There is it, no it was way a great that fight, and one of the one of the reasons one of the reasons I'm calling like is joke. I want to I want to toot my own horn. I'm the only person I know that picked Muhammad Ali to win that fight by a knockout in under ten rounds, and I was I was one of the very few times, but I was right on the money. Hey, and listen, uh, Columbus from Brandon got him. You've uh, you called the show before. You you met Muhammad Ali. One afternoon, I, I showed Muhammad Ali around my oldest son's hometown, Helena, Arkansas. I showed Muhammad Ali around that town one afternoon. I sure did. Sat with him in the car. Gig? How did that happen? He, it, it was no gig. He, he gave a talk at the high school, Central High School in Helena, Arkansas, and as he was coming out to get into his uh, limousine, I found myself right next to him. I think I opened the door of the limousine with him, and he got in, and I just slid in behind him and asked him if he wanted to see some of the, asked him if he wanted to see some of the sights of Helena, Arkansas. And he he said he did, and we had a good time. All right, that's what I'm talking about. It's like Columbus. that aggressive move. That's an aggressive move there, Columbus. He said, you know, I'll show you some sights. Let me in that limousine. Scoot over. I like that. <laughs> All right, Columbus, Columbus, this is this is where we're going next, and and uh, I'm gonna skip around just a little bit because clearly you got some you got some history in that uh, noggin of yours. Uh, how how much Magic Johnson did you watch back in the day? Every time he played the Celtics, I watched him. Yeah, that's I, what I, I can't, think. I can't say I watched him any other games. Yeah. Okay. Okay. We know we know where you're. Uh, 
where your fandom lies. Your allegiance. Allegiance. That's right. Yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot better word. Sorry about that. Good. Um, I googled it. So let, let's go right to this. We'll we'll keep you on the line. We still we st- actually still have the uh, previous caller holding. He might have some input on this as well too. That that was uh sprinkle tits or big sprinkle tits or something like that. Uh, LeBron mm-hmm. James scored thirty four points, thirteen assists, three steals, was thirteen to twenty shooting from the point guard position from the Cavaliers. In my mind. He's been the MVP every single year that he has played in the league, whoever they give it to. They've always done this. The media has always done this, done that, and and nobody's been able to understand it. But it is what it is. But if if you're on KB's level, you know that LeBron James is the MVP every year. And I think that this proves it more than anything, more than anything right here, that he can play the point guard position – Nobody's done this since Paul Pierce did it for the Celtics when they were terrible, and nobody's rotated positions before that. It was the the previous person before that was Magic Johnson, uh, back in his time when he had uh, 42 points and 17 rebounds playing center for the Lakers as a point guard. So what I'm getting at here is clearly. In my mind, LeBron James is the best basketball player ever. You got to look at the miles on his legs. He's he's better than Magic. Jordan burned out for baseball and had to come back. Kobe had Shaq. He he was on a great Lakers team after that. What what am I looking at here, Brandon? From a from a history perspective on on this deal. Well, KB, you, you know that you, you, you can't compare the players from the 50s and the 60s to, to players any later than that. But yeah, I know. Any it's team, You can't do it. Yeah, it's, it's apples and oranges, as they always say. But any team that oh, oh. LeBron plays for that does not win the championship or does not win the game, let alone the championship, there is something fundamentally wrong with the team because he is clearly head and shoulders over anybody, case closed in the modern era. There's no doubt about it. He could play any position on the floor and accumulate those statistics that you just rattled off a minute ago. Any position on the floor. So what I'm saying is he, it, one through five, he could play all the positions – uh, there's never been another player that can do that. I mean, even Michael couldn't do that, but Magic could. LeBron's always – LeBron is more like Magic, and Kobe's more like Jordan. Very easy to see. But you've been you, – you got, you got some mileage on your legs, too. Is this cat not the best cat you've ever seen? Is he not the MVP every single year? I get what you're saying. You're not ready to say it yet, uh, Columbus from Brandon. You're, but he, you got to factor in the Olympics, all the playoffs, all all the finals. He, he's in my mind. He's the MVP. He's the best player we've ever seen. And I don't even like the guy. In fact, in, I, in, I can't in, put it in, any more clearly. Time, I don't in, like in the him. time that I've been watching. The time that I've been watching, I have not seen a single season in which he played in which he was not the MVP. That that's what I'm looking book. for right here, 
Eddie, yeah. you got a rebuttal on that? I just don't even know where you're going with this one, buddy. I, I was just throwing it all out there. I was just throwing it all he's out the, there. In I, fact, I understand that. And like, like Columbus just said, we're not going to compare him to anybody from the 60s, 70s basketball, 80s Magic Johnson era. We're not doing that. We're not going to Larry Bird on this. What we're watching with this guy is something that we should just all take in and enjoy because there's never going to be another one like him. And we don't need to compare him to what MJ did. We don't need to compare him to what Kobe did. We don't need to compare him to what Magic did, although I understand where you're going because of the point guard comparison, and he is so versatile versatile that it just it blows your mind. But just take it in for these last couple years that he's got, man, because what he did last night, and you see Dwayne Wade has just become a shell of himself, and LeBron is still going. I know he's got a couple years. He's a couple years – younger than Dwayne is, but you've just watched how Dwayne has declined steadily and LeBron is still going and it does not seem like there's an end in sight, man. So what we need to do with this is just watch, sit back and enjoy it, man. Let, let me, yeah, let, I, me I, close, I, uh, let me close let me close let me close out this call. I I'm just gonna ask you going back to Muhammad Ali that uh he, he put Foreman down in the eighth round uh in in that uh, colossal fight in uh Zaire. Uh People asked me at the time, how how did you know? How did you know Columbus and Brandon? How how did, how were you able to predict that Muhammad Ali victory? And I, they I called said, you I, that I said then. Two things. I said, Got him. I said. Got him. I said number one. I said number one. Uh, and this is my only reason. Muhammad Ali can take a punch. He could take a punch, which is what finally I think put him in the grave. But he could take a hell of a punch. And there was only two times in his career that he was down. Uh, and I, I think you might want to poll your listeners and see if, if anybody knows who the two fighters were uh, in Muhammad Ali's career that were able to deck him. Now, it weren't the two of them. Well, how Matt Money put that on the poll right now? Matt Money, uh, go he's ahead. He's not producing tonight. Put, how are we going to do that? Oh, the he's put that up on the poll and see who weighs in Money, where are you when we need you, bro? But it doesn't matter. Even though he's not producing, Columbus is thrown off the whole show as usual. Columbus, thank you for the call because I'm about to get into a total boxing thing right now. All right. Uh-oh. I'm going to listen. I'm going to listen. Thank you all for taking yeah, my all call. Right. All right. Yeah, yeah I'm, going, I'm, going, I'm going boxing. I'm going boxing now. We got Columbus on the air here, and he's, he's and this is what this is what we want for the callers. This is a caller-driven show. It's two six seven five two one zero one five three. Bring your blitz, bring the best best of it. We're you're not gonna throw me off. Just kidding. Not but throw uh, me off, dude. There's a report out there today that a uh, dude saying that Floyd Mayweather threw a couple rounds of the fight against Conor McGregor, and I gotta put this out there. Uh, was it not obvious okay. that this was the most giant heist in the world? Absolutely. I mean, I think we agreed on – I think everybody knew. Why was that a story? I saw what that was from whatever boxing commentator, and he's been covering the sport for so long. But does that really we like, got, shock anybody? We got Foyle from McDoyle on the line from Mobile, Alabama. Hey, listen here, motherfucker. It's Randy McBoyle from Mobile, Alabama. Get it right. Damn. What's, What's up, your Randy? thoughts on the fight? I'm just fucking with <laughs> you. I, I think that that whole <laughs> thing was bullshit. I mean, you know, oh, you know that. Call. I got again. I have no idea what you're talking about. This is the first time I'm calling in. Um, I gotta say, first time listening. Love your show. Anyways, 
about the fight, I mean, I'm not much of a boxing fan, but Floyd Mayweather said it best. You take the least punishment and get paid. So, obviously, you know, he's going to throw a couple rounds, make it look legit so that they may do a rematch and he can make another $400 million. Um, and Conor McGregor's used to making $3 million a fight for a championship fight, so, of course, he's going to take whatever he took, you know, to get his ass somewhat whipped. But anyways, would you, would you pay to see another rematch? Would you pay for the rematch? No, I would. Well, I'm not that. I'm not that stupid. I just wait the next day, don't look at social media, and watch it for free the next day, and be completely fine. That's Alabama right there. I like that. That is Alabama yeah, exactly. right there. Betty, Betty, get your bitch ass back in the trailer. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit! Guys, <laughs> my hot pockets are done. I gotta let you go. But love listening to you. I'll talk to you later. And that's going to be a great time to start heading to a commercial break. We got a bunch (laughs) of stuff coming on on the flip side of the break. Better You better get them Hot Pockets ready because we're ready for them Hot Pockets. We need them. We hungry on the show. We hungry over here. Hey, we got Cam Newton, Martavius Bryant, Jay Cutler versus Matt Moore. I don't know what could be a better battle between me and Eddie Fame. I can hear the the microwave beeping in the background. I can hear the microwave beeping. Get to work, Betty. This is KB from Pick'em to the Blitz with KB and E-Fane. E-Fane and I pick up a lot of our NBA material from PrimeCombine.com. It's a lifestyle blog that features current articles on sports, entertainment, and lifestyle topics. If you're tired of scrolling through your newsfeed just like me and seeing a bunch of garbage, you got to go check out PrimeCombine.com. It's updated daily, and I guarantee you, you will find something that interests you. Again, that is PrimeCombine.com. Picking up the Blitz with KB and E-Fane is brought to you by the Near Food Mart on 1856 Valley Avenue, right across the street from the Premier Ford dealership. Near Food Mart is famous in Winchester for their Cajun-style crispy, crunchy fried chicken. Not only does Near Food Mart have the best fried chicken in town, they got the best wings, too. And no need to drink and drive to get there. Our good friend of the show, Roz, will deliver the chicken and booze right to you. You make sure you call Roz from the Near Food Mart at 540-450-8107. Find the Near Food Mart on Facebook, too. Wild Dog Hot Sauce is a Caribbean-influenced hot sauce that will enhance and complement the flavor of almost any dish. Use it often and enjoy. It's addictive. It'll get you lit. Mild, mango, and kiwi, Wild Dog's got what you need. Email wilddoghotsauce at gmail.com for your first bottle of that bold flavor, and you'll know what KB and Ethan are talking about with their bold Wild Dog Picks of the Week every week here on Picking Up the Blitz. Cleveland's riding with the G. They got LeBron James holding the helmet point guard. And I got to, uh, our caller there who made it into the green room some kind of way reminded me on a couple notes I missed that, uh, you know, that's going to be a an extreme mismatch nightmare there for anybody that is playing Cleveland. 
We got another caller here on the line. What's your name and what do you want to bring the blitz about? All right. Oh, all right. All right. That was a good one. That was a good one. I like that Hello. one. Come on, Mad Money, get it together. No, nah, it's not Mad Money, man. It's me. I'm doing both. Yeah, but he can take a little bit of the blame when he's not here. Yeah, yeah. Just blame it on him. Name relevant. All right, so we we covered we covered Stephen Curry, we covered LeBron James, and I feel like uh, I don't like the flow of the show so far. So let's 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 tighten up here. Tighten up. I don't like it. I'm good. I'm good. All right, so let's talk about Cam Newton and get loose here, because Cam Newton clearly is way too tight for anybody's liking. Eddie, what the hell is going on with Cam Newton? You know what's going on with Cam Newton. You know what's going on with Cam Newton. He's not producing on the field. He's struggled since his MVP season. We got some stats to back that up, but just let me get this off my chest first of all. Cam Newton is used to thriving as a star. I mean, even from his days where he started in Florida, there was that laptop scandal. He got sent down to the community college, whatever, the Division II, Division III, Division III, whatever it was. Since then, he's thrived. He thrived at Auburn. He came into the league as Cam with a smile, Cam the lab, but Cam that produced. And he's not producing. I mean, you want to talk about let's, – this is a guy that was MVP. You want to talk about some numbers back? You want to talk about a little bit of Cam Newton numbers, bro? This yeah, season up, already dog. 10 picks. This, this season already 10 picks. To nine TDs to 10 picks for Cam this year in the air. In his MVP year, just two years ago, 35 touchdowns to 10 picks. Think about that for just a second. So, and, and you could say that there isn't that much talent around him. I don't think there's ever really been that much talent around him. And now you've added McCaffrey. You've added Kelvin Benjamin uh, a few years ago when now he's back to full health. I've got to tell you, man, this is the other stat that sticks out. 10 rushing touchdowns along of 47 in 2015. 20-plus rushes, three of them. This year, he's got three touchdowns. Yeah, I'll give him that halfway through the season. He's only got he's only got a long of sixteen. He's not running like he like he used to, and that might be because of the hits. That might be because he's he does not want to take the hits anymore. Might be because he's getting older. But we're watching the decline of Cam Newton right in front of us, man. And yards per game, like yeah, he's still producing that as, as much as he was two years ago. You know, 241 yards a game compared to, you know, 240 yards a game. The big plays, and it's the ability to run. And he's not scaring anybody with his legs anymore, which I, which still baffles me because he should be. This dude is a freak of nature. Look at the size of him. If he gets going, and not, he had the athleticism too. It's not just the size. It's not like he's Big Ben running out there. This dude can move. He's not doing it anymore because he, he wanted to become a pocket passer. Is that what this is? Bro, listen, stick to what you listen. know. Stick to what got you to a Super Bowl two years ago. Instead of this Cam big facade that you put up that you're, that you're this pocket-passing quarterback and you're going to be the next, uh, you know, uh, Drew Brees and you're Tom Brady. You're not Tom Brady. You're Cam Newton. Embrace that. And stop losing to the Bears. Who did they lose to last week? Was it the Bears that he threw two picks to and the Bears ended up beating them? Is that yeah. what I – who beat them last? And they, they put out a dud performance, a dud performance. And everyone's talking, well, Cam's so good on the road. Cam this, Cam that. He's really, man, the Carolina Panthers are coming around. And I wish we did have Matt Money here tonight so that he could tell us what the hell 
is really happening. Because, I mean, you can look at the stats all you want. Look at the body language. What's wrong with the Panthers? One week, yeah, they're back. Cam's back. The next week, no, not so much. Dude, how does the, Mad the, Money the Mike keep track of these phone numbers while he's producing? This is this is crazy. But before we go to the caller, caller, hang tight. I want to I want to say this, man. There's four letters to explain what's going on with Cam Newton, and that is PTSD. That's what happened in Denver. Post traumatic stress syndrome. He got shot, shot and he hasn't come back. Wouldn't PTSD be post-traumatic Super Bowl PTSS? Why's what's the D? PTSDL. What's the what? Well, what's the Listen, D? You're host, I'm good at hosting the show. I'm not good at counting. I'm not good at spelling. <laughs> All right. He's got post-traumatic stress syndrome. Let's just break you can't it down. Be hung over two years later, bro. You can't be hung over from a Super Bowl two years later, bro. Get it together if you're Cam Newton. You're a freak of nature. You're a superstar. You still want to be cocky running around doing your thing. You still want to wear those stupid-ass hats. And if i got to see one more of those, you go, stop showing me Cam Newton walking the stadium. I don't care what he's wearing. I don't care what any of these guys are wearing, but especially not him. Show me him leaping over the pile to get that touchdown as he flips in the end zone. Where is that at? Because that's what I'm missing. All right, if this is the same caller, I'm gonna I'm gonna flip my uh, blitz. How many numbers call do you have? Caller. All right, all right, moving on, moving on, because this is where I've been wanting to go for a while. And and on the Cam Newton thing, he's got post traumatic stress syndrome, or I'm getting uh, lit up with uh, tweets and texts, post traumatic sack syndrome. Yeah, I get that. I get that. But you got to utilize the guy, right? You got to honestly, I think he should run more, be less scared, and uh, take on the media better, and just be just be a better person, be a better quarterback. And uh, you know what's really sad is he's the quarterback of my fantasy football team. I thought I picked up a great pick on the waiver wire, and it's been nothing but disappointing here for KB on picking up the blitz two six seven five two one zero one five three to get it on. This show, bring the blitz. Don't matter what zone you're from, what topic you're bringing, get in on this. Find us on Facebook. Just search Picking Up the Blitz. You'll see it on there. Your show's growing. You want to be a part of it. Let's get big. Let's grow the bank accounts. Let's get the bragging rights rolling. Eddie, this goes right to your wheelhouse, bro. Right to your wheelhouse. And you and me have had several conversations about this uh, pre-show days ago. Anyway, you want to look years ago, years ago, in fact, years ago, years ago. And for our listeners, this is what we're talking about. We're talking about the Dolphins, the Miami Dolphins, T Pain's favorite team, by the way. This is a great remix of the fight song. Hey, Eddie, what's the Dolphins' record right now? Four and two, brother. Four and two. Four and two. And Eddie Fain, co-host of the show, is skeptical about bringing Matt Moore in because Jay Cutler's hurt. And it's inconceivable. Hold on, Eddie. It's inconceivable to me because this year the Dolphins – with Jay Cutler at the helm, 
are 32nd out of 32 teams in offense. Not only has Cutler sucked, he stifled the production of Jarvis Landry, Jay Ajayi, Devontae Parker, and Kenyon Drake. He's had a QBR of 78.8. He's thrown a valiant seven touchdowns to his despicable five picks at 5.3 yards an attempt with one of the best yak wide receivers, Jarvis Landry, at his disposal. And you're trying to tell me my future argument isn't viable. I don't need to hear your stats, number one. Oh, man, you want to piss me off, dude. Good damn job. First of all, if he's throwing 5.3 yards, they're all to Jarvis Landry in the little slants. No, I understand that, okay, most of the passes have been very, very short passes. But, yeah, the reason that Jarvis Landry has that yak is because he catches five-yard plays and turns them into 60. So let's not act like Jarvis Landry is a down-the-field threat or that Jarvis Landry gets 15-yarders and then turns them into something. No, that's not the case. So don't use that argument. And Jay Cutler, the reason I say years ago, because I – I've never been a big Jay Cutler fan, okay? So we've debated Jay Cutler for years. And if you're going to sit here, like the rest of the Miami fan base, and, dude, let me give all the credit in the world to Matt Moore for coming in. Let me give all the credit in the world to Matt Moore for coming in and winning us that game. I don't know if Cutler could have done that, but I can't say that he wouldn't because we also had come back from a 17-0 deficit to beat Atlanta the week before. If you're the Miami fan base, you need to realize how much more talented Jay Cutler is than Moore. More talented than Moore. He's more talented than Moore. And that's the true story. And Jay Cutler did not have a preseason. Jay Cutler has the worst body language of any leader of men as the quarterback position should be at any, any, any quarterback I think I've ever seen. Maybe Ryan Leaf was worse back in the day, but I, I, I really can't. The look on his face when he plays and things don't go right, it, it's just despicable. But to be honest with you, he's better. And as you watch the games, you, you've seen the growth. In the, and I know he knows this system, but you've seen the growth. You've seen the, the connection start to form with receivers. It doesn't help that Devontae Parker is uh, the ankle dude. He can't play. Oh, my ankle. It doesn't feel right. It won't feel good when I can't. Hey, Devontae, get on the field, dude. Get on the goddamn field, dude. Enough of you. All right? Play the game. Show us who you are. This is your three or your four. Grow up. Take that son of a bitch up and let's go. But the fact that everybody's expecting, and we're going to see tomorrow night, and it, Moore could shut me up, dude. He could shut me up. He could throw for 325 yards, two touchdowns, run for another 26 yards. Maybe even if that man Moore's a pretty athletic dude. I'm more athletic than Cutler, I'll give him that. But what, what's more realistic, two picks, a touchdown, 130. 70 yards, maybe. An okay game. We feed Jay Ajay. And everyone's like, oh, well, now we're 5-2 and because we're going to beat the despicable Baltimore Ravens. When Cutler comes back, he's the better option to go forward with your season than Matt Moore. You mean if? Matt, no, he, he, he will. He will become. Jay Cutler will be coming back. Two weeks, three mm. weeks. When Cutler comes back, if I said if, then that's my mistake. But when I'm, I'm no, no, I, right now, I said if. 
I said if because oh, no, I was no, correct. He's, he's, he's absolutely coming back. Just give it a couple weeks. And Matt Moore is this is the reason for that we what? keep Matt Moore around for as what? a backup because he's what a very he viable back backup. No, 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 stop. No, 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 stop, 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 stop. You want to give me the floor? I'm going to take the floor, bro. Okay, here's the we deal. You better though. take it. Do something with it because there's no reason for it to come back. Trump, put it back in the booth. Right now, I'll end it. I'll end it right now. Jay Cutler is better than Matt Moore. Matt Moore is going to prove that he is a backup, and there's a reason that he has been the backup for the Dolphins or the backup for the Panthers after he finally got his starting role in the Panthers seven years ago, and nobody comes calling to take his contract. Think about it. Matt Moore, I hope you shut me up and you come out and throw for 404 touchdowns, but it's not going to happen. Just give the ball to a Jai, get the Dolphins to win, get me back, Jay Cutler. Boom, baby. I'm picking up the blitz. Back after the break. 5210153. KB from Pick 'em to the Blitz with KB and E Thane. E Thane and I pick up a lot of our NBA material from PrimeCombine.com. It's a lifestyle blog that features current articles on sports, entertainment, and lifestyle topics. If you're tired of scrolling through your news feed just like me and seeing a bunch of garbage, you got to go check out PrimeCombine.com. It's updated daily, and I guarantee you, you will find something that interests you. Again, that is PrimeCombine.com. Picking up the Blitz with KB and E-Fane is brought to you by the Near Food Mart on 1856 Valley Avenue, right across the street from the Premier Ford dealership. Near Food Mart is famous in Winchester for their Cajun-style crispy, crunchy fried chicken. Not only does Near Food Mart have the best fried chicken in town, they got the best wings, too. And no need to drink and drive to get there. Our good friend of the show, Roz, will deliver the chicken and booze right to you. You make sure you call Roz from the Near Food Mart at 540-450-8107. Find the Near Food Mart on Facebook, too. Wild Dog Hot Sauce is a Caribbean-influenced hot sauce that will enhance and complement the flavor of almost any dish. Use it often and enjoy. It's addictive. It'll get you lit. Mild, mango, and kiwi, Wild Dog's got what you need. Email wilddoghotsauce at gmail.com for your first bottle of that bold flavor, and you'll know what KB and Ethan are talking about with their bold Wild Dog Picks of the Week every week here on Picking Up the Blitz. Picking up the blitz, back, ready to explode through your amplifiers again, make your bank account soar through the roof, and give you all your fantasy bragging rights at the water cooler. Some reason Eddie Fain is buying buying into Jay Cutler. This is a this is a pessimistic Dolphins fan, the co-host we have here on the show. It is buying into Jay Cutler because of Adam Gase for some reason and the big arm acting like Jay Cutler was like the savior. Jay Cutler was horrible, horrible. His QBR was 78.8. He threw seven corrections. He threw seven touchdowns, five picks at 5.3 yards per attempt. Now, they're getting a major upgrade at quarterback. Now, Eddie... Don't go rattling any cages yet. Don't go rattling any cages yet because I agree with Adam Gase's decision that Jay Cutler was a good experiment. 
It was a good experiment. But luckily, he got his shit kicked in. No, no. You what are you talking about? That no, he did not. He they were three and two and they were in a Jets game where they were starting to fall out of that game and he got hurt. Okay, I understand that. He did not get his shit kicked in. He did not play exceptionally well. He also did have some moments where he said, Okay, and I'm not telling you that Jay Cutler is the answer or the savior, the greatest ever. I'm telling you, but he's all better I'm telling than Matt you, Moore. He's, all he's I'm telling you Moore. is that Cutler is not the answer. He wasn't the answer. It was worth a shot. Well, neither is Matt Moore. Hey, Matt just Moore. give me some time here. Give me some that time here, man. It was worth a shot. And credit to your Dolphins and credit to Adam Gase that you guys are still in position here. But the guy for the job is Matt Moore. He was always the guy for the job. He's the backup quarterback, a.k.a. the guy for the job. Matt Moore wasn't sitting in the broadcast booth like Jay Cutler. He was the backup quarterback ready to step up in this position. Now, do I agree with the position of going with Cutler? Yeah, I would have absolutely taken a chance on that as well. But it didn't work out. But now you're looking at a better situation. You're looking at a career QBR rating of 82.5 for Matt Moore. You're looking at 43 touchdowns, 32 INTs, and you're looking at 7.1 yards per attempt. All improvements on Jay Cutler. He's got more chemistry with all these guys, especially with the young guys here in Miami. He's got a lot more practice reps with them than Jay Cutler. And, Eddie, you have got to back me up on this. Matt Moore has a lot more likability to him than Jay Cutler. Yeah, I get that, Beck, but you're acting like, oh, they tried the Cutler experiment, it didn't work, Time to move to more, like I said, the whole... No, Cutler is gone for two weeks, maybe three. We were three and two before he went down halfway through the game, and it's starting to come around. You're acting like like they tried, they were 0-5, Cutler got benched, more came in. That's not what happened here. And you, you have somehow, again, as you get delusional, which you tend to do, just start thinking... Never happened in my entire life. And you, as well as, I swear to God, a very strong amount of the Miami Dolphins fan base seems to think that Matt Moore is this godsend, this gem that's been sitting there. Matt Moore is like 33 years old. Matt Moore has been in the league for like 12 years, bro. He's not the answer. If he was the answer, one of these teams, look around the league and who's playing quarterback nowadays based on injuries and nonsense and retirement. These guys are no one. You think that they would have went with Trevor Simeon over Matt Moore if he was worth a shit? No. Bro, if Matt Moore was as good as you like to make him out with his passer rating, bro, someone would have come and gotten him. But they're not going to. What are you talking about, Eddie? I told you his passer rating. I told you what it was. You think that's good? Yeah, that's it. But it's not great, man. I understand the expectations here. He's he's a little bit younger than Cutler, and, and he, dude, how did you buy into Jay Cutler, man? I, I don't get it. I'm Sometimes not I, I literally me. cannot even understand our own show, Pick Up the Blitz. Maybe a caller here can, uh, and he's been on the show previously tonight, maybe he can uh, enlighten somebody or us because this is just, you're wrong. Somebody, somebody, oh, man. 
Matt Moore is better than Jay uh, Cutler. Am, am I on? Yeah, you're on. You better have something good. Right. I got I, I to say I got to back up my boy Beck here. Now, granted, Moore has been a backup, correct? But first of all, I don't see how you can get behind a guy in Cutler that looks like he should be the spokesperson for a NyQuil commercial because he shows zero enthusiasm no matter what he's doing. They could win the Super Bowl. He would have that same dumbfounded look on his face. Now, hopefully, he's a different person in the locker room and isn't for the cameras. He's not. But personally, he's not. So, but pers- personally someone he's that's not. played the sport, I don't think he puts on an act as you know, not showing enthusiasm when he's out in the field. It's just how do you get behind someone that isn't doesn't seem passionate about the sport? A guy can drop a ball. I mean, even when he had that relationship with Brandon Marshall, that was his boy. They were they were a great. Mick Sprinkleton. Mick Sprinkleton. He his wife talked him into coming back to play football this year. He didn't want to play. His wife talked him into coming to play. And Eddie Fain's back on this, and it's killing me. Dude, you're better off pulling freaking Kaepernick off of, you know, the news team and throwing him back there because at least, it's you know, like, he wants to play the like game. Jake Cutler was like, I really don't want to play, but my wife's making me, and it's Adam Gase. I don't want to let him down, so I'll come out of retirement. I'll give him my Boom. job in the studio, which, which he might never get back. He might never get that job back with Fox. Yes, he is getting the job back, and that you just solved my case. He wants yeah, to play get it back quicker than he did not have a season. Back, no, 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 back. You're not going to do this. Oh, okay, okay. All right, here's what we're going to do. We're going to end this conversation right now. Here's what we're going to do with, with Nick Sprinkle Pitts, with KB, with Ethan. I want you two to tell me what you think Matt Moore is going to do tomorrow night, and then I will show you what he's really going to do. I'm going to be rooting for him to do well. I swear to God, I am. I'm telling you right now, about 165 yards. Two interceptions, one touchdown. Jay Ajayi, probably 148 yards, two touchdowns. Dolphins win, but not because of Matt Moore. And the fan base, as well as you two, it seems, will not understand that he's not the reason that they're winning. He might be the reason they're not losing as well, but he's not going to be the reason. He's going to throw two terrible picks. He's going to throw about 168 to 180 yards, and he's going to throw one touchdown. It's probably going to be like a Teddy Stills ridiculous catch. No, 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 seriously, seriously. I want you to tell me, what do you think, KB, what do you think, McSugar Tits, what do you think, Mad Money, that your boy Matt Moore, the, the miraculous Matt, miraculous Matt Moore, is going to do tomorrow? Because I'm over it. I'm over everybody thinking this guy's to be, great. To be honest, nobody, nobody knows what can happen in sports. If you could actually predict what Matt Moore is going to do, then you'd be making a lot more money, you know, placing bets on the game. Because in sports, you never know what's going to happen. But what I can tell you is that Matt Moore has something to prove as a quarterback, as an athlete in the sport. I think you're going to get as more out of him than you are the Jay Culler. Robbed this season. This is the make-or-break time for Matt Moore. I think that's just the point that everybody's missing. Jay Cutler was just gifted this job. You don't think Matt Moore is going to come out in this opportunity pissed off? Eddie, to answer your question, 280, two touchdowns, one pick, and a win. I give him a pick and a fumble, but I think they win. What's up? What's up, Cole? You will stay around for some locked and loaded picks. We're going to pick five games. Might as well stay, hang out here. 
Cause we're whooping up on Efang here, and I know he's getting mad. Let's get into some. Let's get in some picks. I cannot wait. Just gotta find the audio here. Not used to producing every week. Thank you, Mad Money. <laughs> Mad Money's gonna be so pissed off. <laughs> oh man, really I thought I. Hard on Mad Money for the week. I'm not no. I'm yeah. not getting mad, dude. I'm I'm mad that you two really are just as oblivious as everybody else. If Matt Moore was any good, don't you think he'd play somewhere as a starting quarterback? Do you, have you seen who who is the kid? No, that's the not white how it works. It all depends on who. Who's, no, who is the white guy that they keep on going back and forth? They keep on putting in Kaiser, and they put in this white kid from Cleveland. He sucks so bad. And yeah, from Notre Dame. Yeah, yeah, I know you're talking you don't about. Think they're like, he's oh, uh, so like, oh, he's pretty he's bad, man. And he got caught partying on Friday before the game. But Matt Moore can't come in and fill those shoes. Yeah, he could, he could would be the best Browns quarterback. quarterback that they've had in, in a while. But the Browns, <laughs> the Browns, <laughs> you're, you're just missing on the. You're, Brock you're missing Osweiler. on. Brock Osweiler got paid seventy-eight million dollars, and now he's getting paid to sit to, so that they can keep him off the team. Brock Osweiler's getting paid so fat to not be on the Denver Broncos, wherever the hell it was. He went to like six different places. Everyone's like, Brock Osweiler. So then you're going to tell me those guys missed on Matt? No. If they thought Brock Osweiler was going to be great, then what the hell do they think about Matt Moore, who's actually okay, who's better than Osweiler? See, I think you're I, missing on the you. team. The Browns didn't think that the Osweiler was going to be good. That was the Texans, man. But the Broncos did, and the Texans really did, because the Broncos wanted him, let's not forget, and then the Texans dude, offered him a stupid amount of money. So you're going to say when the Texans had no quarterback, they wouldn't have went for Matt Moore and said, hey, that Matt Moore is really good. He, they no couldn't. He was, he was under contract, man. Trade him. Trade for so him. You're gonna, dude, Matt Moore's okay, man. He's not God's gift to the world. He's not worth trading for. I'll give you that. But he is better than Cutler, and he is damn sure better than Tannehill. Both those yeah. Locked and loaded. Locked and loaded. Yeah, let's get into the locked and loaded picks of the week. And what better place to start off with than the Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins. If you're talking Miami, you're talking Super Bowl. That'd be the Miami Dolphins plus three and a half at the Baltimore Ravens. I know I'm taking the Miami Dolphins, and I'm going to love those three and a half points, Eddie. I'm going to at least get Dolphins. that. We'll and then you take the Dolphins with more. All that talk. All that talk. And then you take the Dolphins. Oh, they're going to win the game, but they're going to win it based off of a job. You talk about dope or smoke. That was a that was a major smoke screen. We got the caller here. Call you want some input on this? Come on, bring it on. All right, he's gone. All right, next one <laughs> I drew up, Eddie, was the Indianapolis Colts plus nine and a half at the Cincinnati Bengals. I'm taking Indianapolis against those Bengals, and I'm going to love those nine and a half points. Nine and a half. Indianapolis. Yeah, I'm going Indianapolis. All right, next up, we got the L.A. Chargers. God, that's weird for me still. The L.A. Chargers at the New England Patriots. Chargers getting seven and a half. Chargers are playing pretty good ball. Who are you taking? New England. Pats at home. So you're going to eat the seven and a half? Yep. Why? Because New England's at home. So? Okay. Can you tell me who you're picking? 
Yeah, yeah, Chargers, man. All the way. I was like 10-5 and five last week, bro. Dude, it, oh, Chargers got some good receivers. New England secondary is god-awful. They're going to get stretched more than a little bit. Next next game, yeah. we got drawn up. Huh? I said, hell yeah, Beck. You stick to your gun. Yeah, gun's. yeah, you know I'm right. Line. You know I'm right. You know I'm right. Carolina, plus two and a half at Tampa Bay. Ugh. Ugh, I don't even want to talk about this game, dude. Carolina, Cam Newton, resurgence. Let's go, because Tampa Bay is nothing, dude. They suck. All right, I feel you on that one. I feel you on that one. And this is another really tough one, man, that we're going to close out the deal on this. Mm-hmm. And that's Denver, plus seven and a half at the Kansas City Chiefs. Look, I can tell you're annoyed. I can tell we rattled your cage there a little bit. I know it, man. We've been doing this show a long time. I can tell. I can tell you know that you've been through a whole show and you know you're wrong. No, it's you, you are so far. You guys are so far off on this, and and and, and, and so is the Miami fan base. It's me and one other fan that I know that are like, no, we want to stick with Jay Cutler. Everyone else seems just so oblivious to what's right in front of your face. And when you watch it snap for snap, you know that Jay Cutler's coming around, like it's getting better. And the offense started clicking in the second half against Atlanta. Grant, they did not have the best showing against New York. But Keller is the way to go. I know what Matt Moore is. I watched what Matt Moore did against Pittsburgh in the playoffs in the first round last year. He's not the guy that you want. And it's Billy he proves me wrong with. He, I know he finished off the season with like three games, two and one. But, dude, they were not good games. He did not look good. He's not good. He's okay. He's a backup. And he's a very, very good backup. But he's not the guy to take you to the playoffs. If he finishes off the season, we're going to finish 7-9. and nine. I guarantee it. No one seems to get it. Give me the last game. Denver plus 7.5 versus who? Kansas City. Kansas City. Denver's a freaking defense. At phenomenal Kansas offense. City. They couldn't... Yeah, yeah. And Kansas City's lost two in a row. Kansas City all day. Yeah, that's what I took. That's what I took. Hey, listen, I, I mean, I'm with you for most of it, man, but I just don't think that at this position in Jay Cutler's career that he can play any better than, than Matt Moore does. When Matt Moore's been hungry for a while and he's ready to put some consistency be, behind his previous numbers. Now, is it, could, could, I, could I be wrong? Yeah, but I, I doubt it, man. I think that – I think that he think- – then Matt Moore's not content with just being the backup. He's been the backup to Tannehill. Because he, he thought was he was getting, when Tannehill, Tannehill when Tannehill went down, that was his job. They brought but in you, Cutler. Cutler failed. You, this is Matt Moore's only opportunity, man. And he's shown me enough as an NFL quarterback that he could get it done in this opportunity. I got to back the guy that got shystered on it. Uh, dude, yeah, but you act like Matt Moore. He was there before Tannehill. Like, if they had believed in Matt Moore, then he would have been the guy with a job. He's not. And now, Game Ball, given out by your boy E-Fane and Kyle Beck, brought to you by Gold Chains and Champagne Entertainment. Hell yeah! I love that promo. You want to go first? I'll go first. Yeah. My, my game ball of the week goes out to Betty. Betty cooking up in the trailer out there in Alabama, making up some hot pockets at night. Don't beat her, man. We're, we're not about women violence here, although Beck might lead you otherwise sometimes. 
Besides, just to eat those hot pockets, make a few more, feed the children, feed the youngins, and um, yeah, have a good week, man. That game ball goes to you, Betty. Stay strong. Hey, listen, Betty might be out there in the trailer cooking the hot pockets, but she ain't cooking hot pockets. She cooking something else in the trailer. And you can holler at me about that because I got the hookup. You know what I'm saying? Especially on that trailer trash. All right. Just My grain ball. <laughs> yeah, don't throw it at the ride. That's a sponsor. Don't bring him in on that. My game ball goes to LeBron James. 34 points, 13 assists, 3 steals, 13 on 20 shooting for the point guard position. This is the best player you have ever seen in the NBA. Hands down. Throw the paperwork aside. It's gone. Believe it or be wrong. Pick up the blitz with KBE Payne. See you next week. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.